One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodine. I am your host, and I am recording very early this week. I have a crazy busy week ahead of me, so I'm recording on Monday, uh, February 7th, because honestly, I have the time to record. So uh, next week should go back to normal and hopefully won't be quite as busy, but it has been really busy uh, lately. <laughs> So won't go into why, but just lots of things going on in the world, uh, in my world anyway. I do want to remind you that we do have a Rivian cup that I'm giving away. The drawing will be on February 25th. I will pay for the shipping. I've already paid for the cup. So all you have to do is email me, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. And I will enter you into the, the contest and you have an opportunity to win a really cool Rivian thermal cup. It's white. It's beautiful. Let's see. Uh, oh, we. <laughs> I'm working on new logos. Um, so I had I had an idea for a new logo, and uh, when I showed it off, and I uh, I showed it off to Allison and Steve Sheridan and some other people, and the feedback I got was pretty much unanimous. It was like this looks great, um, nice and big, but how's it going to look when it's small? So I ran a couple of tests and spoiler alert, it didn't look very good when it was small. So um, I went through and with some input again with through Steve and Allison and some other people, I've created a logo that I'm pretty happy with. But Allison also on her own created a logo for this show for no other reason than just to be nice. So I wanted to show Allison how much I appreciated her taking the time to create the logo so I'm going to use Allison's logo for the podcast for the next couple of weeks. And I want you, every time you see it, I want you to send a silent little bit of thanks and appreciation to Allison because designing a logo takes a lot of time, energy, effort, and thought. And I want to thank Allison and Steve for being so thoughtful. A lot of the reasons, the, a lot of the improvements I've made in this podcast since April have been directly because of their feedback. So just want to say I appreciate them both. 
And even though you may or may not know which changes they were involved in in terms of the show, you should appreciate them too because they've actually made the show quite a bit better. Now, having said that, uh, last week the news portion of the show was very quiet, and that's because um, I accidentally turned off a setting because what I do is I separate everything into multiple tracks. So I have the news track, and then I have the interview track for me, and I have the interview track for Bart. I did not uh, click the button to turn the gain back on for the any for for the news track so that boosts the volume a little bit so that's my fault i apologize i i've heard from many of you <laughs> that it was so quiet you had to, to to jack it up and then when an ad came on or when the actual music came on for depending on if your patreon support or not the actual music came on uh for the interview it was just so loud. I apologize for that. That that was totally on me, my mistake. And I actually didn't know about it until it was way too late. So I apologize about that. And uh, yammering time is over. Let's jump into the news. Jaguar is working on a new EV platform. And I think it might be the coolest EV platform ever because it's called Panthera, which sounds really metal. I mean, I'm not confusing them with Pantera. Don't get me wrong, but Panthera sounds just like metal. Anyway, <laughs> Jaguar announced this uh, new platform during an earnings call, so we don't have a lot of information about it. It's a great idea. Hopefully, they started um, developing this a long time ago, because if they're just starting now, they're a little behind. All right, let's move on to Aptera, the three-wheeled EV of the future. And it turns out it's the far future, <laughs> or at least maybe the further future than you really wanted it to be in terms of this news story. Some reservation holders uh, were scheduled to receive the vehicle in 2022 by the end of 2022, to be more precise. They have now received new delivery dates for 2023 and some even as far out as 2024. Members of subreddit r slash Aptera Motors shared their updates from their dashboard of the expected delivery dates. Um, Aptera claims that they're still on track for delivering at the end of 2022. However, they didn't say how many vehicles they'd be able to deliver at the end of 2022. So in reality, both things can be true. They're still on track for the end of 2022 for their delivery dates, but also some of these reservation holders aren't going to get their vehicles until 2023 or possibly 2024. However, I doubt that that's the case. It seems like they should be able to get the limited number of cars that they need to produce by 2023. Like, I feel confident that Aptera can do that. I can't imagine they're inundated with reservations. The United States Postal Service has announced that they will order 5,000 EV mail delivery vans. They also announced that they have a goal of 70% fleet electrification by the end of the decade. Because the United States is so large and full of unique and varying terrains, um, they said it's not, it may not be possible at this time to go 100% electric because they may need vehicles that, you know, run on uh, fossil fuels, for instance, to get to certain parts like in Alaska, where I grew up. There are people who, you know, get deliveries, mail deliveries like once a month and it's by plane, that kind of thing. And to be clear, I didn't. We didn't receive mail by airplane where I grew up. I grew up on the Kenai Peninsula, which is downright cosmopolitan compared to some of the bush areas where people live. So, uh, you know, I didn't receive mail by plane. Other people in Alaska receive mail by plane. I just want to be clear on that. And the new delivery vans looks 
They look, I kind of like them, but they look like something out of the cartoon Despicable Me. And I would just, it would make my heart sing with happiness if I was, you know, sitting out in my, in my front driveway and I saw this uh, Despicable Me like truck drive up and a couple of minions jumped out and started sorting the mail into the mailbox. That would, that would make me happy. I, I really like that cartoon. GM is planning to build a sub $30,000 Equinox EV. The new Equinox EV will use GM's Ultium platform. Like a lot of news stories I've been doing lately, we don't have a lot of details on the actual vehicle itself. I really only mention this for two reasons. One is I keep complaining about companies not offering affordable EVs. So here we go. And the second is with all the Chevy Bolt's issues, is it is the Chevy Bolt dead? The the short answer is I don't think that it's dead. Some people are saying the Chevy Bolt's dead. It's not coming back. I think the current form of the Chevy Bolt is dead. I do think we'll see a redesigned Chevy Bolt on the Ultium platform, and it may not look anything like the current Chevy Bolt. All right, let's see if you can tell my afternoon voice from my morning voice. I had to stop recording last night and start recording this morning, and there's a, I, I just noticed my voice is completely different in the morning. All right, moving on to our next story. Lucid Motors has started rolling out a new version of its operating system, 1.1.4. This new version features new Dream Drive features. That was poorly written on my part. Um, so Dream Drive is Lucid's advanced driver assist. So you got your automatic braking, which is your vehicle is capable of detecting objects in your path, including vehicles, cyclists, pedestrians. If the vehicle determines a collision is imminent, it will warn you. Then initiate emergency braking to avoid or reduce the severity of impact. So let's hope it's more on the avoid and less on the reduced side. Next up, we have cross traffic protection. That warns you if there's a risk of a collision with another vehicle approaching from either direction. So that's cool. Um, lane departure protection. This feature helps keep your lucid air from unintentionally straying from the driving lane. So that's kind of important. A lot of vehicles have this stuff, but Lucid is just getting it now. Traffic drive-off alerts. This is my favorite one right here. When you're stopped in traffic uh, and the vehicle in front of you drives off, it will let you know, hey, the vehicle in front of you has moved and it's your turn to go. I really love that. I wish all cars had that because it's infuriating when you're sitting behind somebody and they are looking at their phone or they're just not paying attention to the light or whatever. And they just impede traffic flow. Drives me up the wall. Traffic sign recognition, which, you know, that's kind of self-explanatory. In addition to everything we just talked about, the vehicle also received some infotainment and navigation updates. So that's pretty cool. All right. That is it for our regular EV news this week. Before we get into the Tesla segment, I just want to let you know, if you don't like ads playing at the beginning, middle, or end of this podcast, that's totally fine. I don't think I love them either, but I have to pay for it somehow. You can always go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com, and for a dollar, you can get rid of the ads. 
So for $1, you can support the show and completely get rid of the ads. And then you get any additional bonus content that I put out, which I'll be honest with you, isn't a lot, but you get the good feeling in your heart knowing that you're supporting the show. All right, let's jump into our Tesla news. Tesla has nearly 100,000 employees. They have 99,290 to be exact. At the end of 2020, they only had a paltry 70,757 employees. So that, that teeny tiny company is growing. As of Monday, the 7th of February, Tesla is holding on to $2 billion in Bitcoin. And by the time you hear this recording, that number could be $40 billion or that number could be $18, depending on how the crypto market is going. Right now, the crypto market is going pretty good, but there's always five minutes from now. <laughs> um, Tesla is applying to build a cathode factory for the battery production at Giga Texas. This is not a shock, but I thought I should let you know. And then there's a YouTube video of what may be the first full self-driving accident caught on video. Before I watched this video, I thought, oh my gosh, this is kind of a big deal because the headlines made it sound like it was a pole, like a light pole or a, or a traffic light or something like that. And after I watched the video, the, the reality is that it hit this little tiny pylon that maybe sticks up two feet. So it's like, it looks like it's made of plastic and it's kind of anchored in. And these pylons are placed along the bike lane at intersections where cars are making turns. So basically it's just kind of an added layer of protection for the cyclists that are on the roadway. So the car made a right turn and it wasn't full self-driving when it did this. And then it just kind of bumped into one of these very small pylons. Now the car was going about 13 miles an hour. It did minimal damage to the car. The car was definitely in full self-driving mode, and it is technically an accident, but if you read the headlines to the articles, you would think, again, that the car drove up on the sidewalk and um, smashed into a light pole. That's just not what happened. So again, minimal damage to the car. It was in full self-driving. It's technically accurate, but it wasn't a pole. It was just this little pylon. It wasn't a big deal. And I'm not even defending full self-driving in this case. I'm just saying the headlines painted a completely different picture. And maybe that's on me because I, I interpreted that headline and I decided to make it into a light pole on a sidewalk. But this particular accident wasn't that big of a deal. And as always, I'll put the link in the show notes so you can watch it if you would like. The National Highway Transportation Safety Administration is reviewing Tesla owner complaints that the vehicles are braking unnecessarily. Back in May, Elon said that dropping the radar and moving to Tesla Vision should correct a lot of the phantom braking issues. Well, in the last three months, 107 people have filed an official complaint with the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration about this phantom braking issue. Now, to give you context, in the last 22 months, only something, he didn't write the number down, it was like 23 or 33 people had filed official complaints. Now, I do want to reiterate here that the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration is not investigating this. It's just reviewing the complaints. All right, moving on to our next story, which is very similar. Tesla is recalling 817,000 vehicles because of an issue 
with the seatbelt chime program. So I'm going to read directly from the recall. This condition is limited to circumstances where the chime was interrupted in the preceding drive cycle and the seatbelt was not buckled subsequent to that interruption. The seatbelt warning chime will still activate once affected vehicles hit speeds of 22 kilometers per hour, just over 13 miles per hour, a visual seatbelt reminder is also displayed. So I'm guessing at some point, if you take your seatbelt off and then you put it back on, or you started driving without your seatbelt, and then you put your seatbelt on, the chime is continuing to alarm. So affected vehicles are the 2021 and 2022 Model S and X the 2017 through 2022 Model 3s, and the 2020 to 2022 Model Ys. I read through this article several times, and I couldn't find how Tesla plans on fixing this this issue. I'm guessing it's going to be an over-the-air update, but the article I read didn't actually say it was an over-the-air update, or at least I couldn't find it anyway. So, you know, I would expect an over-the-air update if you're experiencing this issue. All right, everybody, that is it for me this week. Don't forget, I'm giving away that Rivion cup. Um, take a look at the new logos. Let me know what you think. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I hope everybody has a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next Friday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.